Hariyam, Shri Gurubhyo Namaha. A very sincere boy, Rajendra, was trying to observe vows to be able to discipline his mind and to control his senses. And in the spiritual pursuit, there are so many disciplines that we want to follow. And so he had chosen these two, that he would not talk while he was eating and he would not waste. He would finish whatever was put on his plate. Very nice, noble practices to want to perfect. And it so happened that it was the festive season of Diwali and he was going to his mother-in-law's house for the very first time and his mother-in-law Lalavati, eager to please him, had made so many different dishes. She had spread them out on the table and he hadn't mentioned that he had taken these vows of silence during eating and that he had to finish everything and so Lalavati was happily chatting away with him and everyone else and she put the food on his plate and one of the dishes that she had made was a fish curry with lots of soup and Rajendra really didn't like this. He not only didn't like it, he found it difficult to swallow but he wanted to maintain his vows and so he thought I can't say anything to her and so she's put it on my plate and so now I have to finish it. And so with determination he finished every last bite. And so she thinks, well, he's eaten every last bit, he must like it, and so she serves him another dish. By this point, he's trying to finish the other food, and she's already served him more, and he wasn't able to stop her because he's taken a vow, and so he should have done some kind of hand signal, but maybe that was part of the vow that he didn't communicate at all, and so there was another serving of the soup, which he really detested, but he managed to finish that bowl as well. By this time, the mother-in-law is thrilled that she was able to please the new son-in-law in in this manner and is happily serving the third helping. And again, Rajendra just thinks, oh gosh, one, I don't like it. And having to finish it, the fish has bones in it and it's starting to hurt his throat as he's having them. And he finishes the third bowl. And she's about to serve him more and she's saying, I'm so glad you like it, when finally he breaks his vow and he says, I'm so sorry, but I don't like it at all. And this is horrible because the bone is stuck in my throat and it's really hurting. And I think we need to call a doctor because I think there's some kind of internal bleeding. And I'm so full, I'm going to burst. I'm so incredibly uncomfortable. And because I don't like it, I feel like I'm going to puke, but I don't think I can puke. And it became this whole scene. So one, he broke the vows, both of them, by speaking and by not being able to finish that last serving. But in the process of trying to maintain the vows, he caused himself so much discomfort because then the doctor came along and he had to use these very long forceps to remove the sharp bones of the fish from his throat and then he had to pump his stomach and there was so much discomfort that he had to then give painkillers and put him to sleep. Actually, it's Swami Shivanandaji who used to narrate the story about how when we are pursuing a spiritual path, we have to be intelligent about our practices. Not that we should be casual and just, you know, talk whenever we want to or waste when we think it's convenient. If we've taken up the vow, we should take up one and make sure we diligently do it. And also to let other people know so that they're supportive of us, not that we just doing it expecting other people to understand. But the thing about this story that struck me is that we do tapas. And we focus so much on this kind of tapas. Things like our diet or things like rules that we make about when we can do things and when we can't do things or for how long we're not going to do things and we give up things. 
and that is tapas and it is helpful, that's no doubt. And towards the tail end of Upadhyasar, there's a few meditative verses and then this is kind of like the last bit of advice that Ramana Maharishi gives us. He says that the greatest tapas is the remembrance of the divine, which is our nature. And so in bhakti, it's just remembering the Lord, saying japa of Shri Krishna or Shiva or Ganesh, and we remember the Lord, we narrate the stories, we enjoy the stories. Here, Ramana Maharishi makes it really, really clear that to remember that I am divinity is the greatest tapas. To hold on to the thought of Aham Brahmasmi, to hold on to the thought that I am Chit, I am Sat, I am Ananda. Not intellectually hearing them or understanding them or cognizing them, but to assert it as my being, to do this, is the greatest tapas. And actually, this is meditation. Meditation is to abide in our nature, to stay firmly rooted in the thought of, I am Ananda. And so that's what I'm experiencing. That's what I'm radiating. I am Chit. I am Sat. That is my being, and that is what I emanate to the world around me. It's what I feel, it's what I think, it's what I do. This is tapas. And in the seat of meditation, we strive, and the mind gets distracted. But here Maharishi is saying, it's not just in the seat of meditation, it's all day long. Our tapas is all day long. So when I take a vow that, I'm going to finish whatever is in my plate that's all day long. Every time I sit down to eat, if I take a vow that I'm going to be truthful, that's all day long. And so here too, tapas. I am divinity. To remember it, to assert it, to abide in it all day long. This is the tapas of Gyana Yoga. Everything else is building up to this. Everything else is preparation. This is, eventually, what it is that we have to be doing. Think about it. For more in-depth talks from Swamini Supriyananda and other excellent teachers of the Chinmaya Mission, you can subscribe to chinmayaclicks.com. You can also visit the Chinmaya channel on YouTube for bite-sized inspiration and discourses on in-depth Vedantic texts. To know about local classes, activities, and upcoming retreats, visit www.chinmayamission.com and see you on the next podcast.